It's time to go into business for yourself. Get ready for another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Education, insights, and inspiration. Here's your host, small business and franchise expert, Tom Scarda. And welcome to another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Got uh, Paul Schaefer playing in the background. He was looking for a job. I had to give him a job. But uh, not kidding. Um, welcome to another episode. And this is the Franchise Academy Podcast, where you come to learn everything that you always wanted to know about franchising. How to sell a franchise, how to buy a franchise, how to turn your business into a franchise. Everything you wanted to know and was afraid to ask. This is the place. All our information is on the Franchise Academy Podcast.com. Again, FranchiseAcademyPodcast.com. And we have a very cool show with a great concept called Massage Heights. Massage Heights has been around for many years, and I have actually placed people in the business over the years. And I have a franchise expert with me, uh, Jennifer Kane, and she'll be talking about how they are re kind of rebranding in a way and doing things to really help their franchisees expand and a new franchise owners get on board and get to profit quickly. So I'm excited. You know, Jen, she's a former chief executive officer of a Nebraska-based Eat Fit Go Healthy Foods business. And so she's working now with a company called Franchise Fastlane. And Franchise Fastlane is a company that helps franchises grow from selling franchises to helping franchise owners the the actual corporate office with best practices on how to grow a great franchise. Great, great bunch of people out there, and they are based in Omaha, Nebraska. Want to bring in uh, Jen. Are you there, Jen? I'm here. Thank you. Oh, this is great. Thank you for coming on. Yes, excited to be here. This is so cool. So cool. Been trying to get Massage Heights on here for a couple of months now. So we, we're here. This is awesome. Yes. Tell me a little bit about how you got into this whole franchise world. What? How did this happen? Was it an accident like me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would like to say that, but it's pretty deliberate on my end. I have been exposed to the franchise world since I was a teenager. My dad and his buddies actually owned three Blimpy Subs and Salads franchises as a little side gig that they did. Oh. Yeah. And we had those for just under 20 years. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. It was a long time. And, you know, it was a great brand. It didn't quite have the support that, you know, Subway did during all those launches. But it was really great because I got to be exposed to that ownership side of a franchise. Also, you know, the good and bad to what can happen with franchise support. And I really fell in love with the model of franchising. But then you you fast forward and really that launched me into a food career for a really, really long time. So I was working for an Oklahoma-based restaurant group, huge restaurant group. I was their director of training and operations for 11 years. And then it led me to my role as originally COO for Eat Fit Go, a startup here in Omaha, Nebraska. We launched our very first location in January of 2016 and already had a franchise sold. So it was a exciting roller coaster of a company, um, very successful. We had at our peak 11 corporate stores and 22 franchises. I was promoted about a year and a half into CEO to run you know, the entire company. Um, it was my passion. I loved it. Just the tale of 
not getting proper guidance in regards to the founders. They just, they didn't have a franchise background. And, you know, you learn a lot very quickly in this world about what to do and and what not to do and to really run a proper operation. And that led me right into the the arms of Franchise Fastlane so I could really help businesses develop that way. That's so awesome. Great story. Yeah, it's in your DNA since you're a little girl. That's awesome. It is. Absolutely. What really attracted you to the model itself, the the whole food thing and all that? What really kind of got you going about it? You know, I think two things. Number one, when you look at the food industry, it can be tough. And a lot of people talk about how tough it can be, but it can also be extremely rewarding. And what I learned early on was that if you are customer service focused and you are great at building relationships, you can be successful in almost any business. And when people go out into, you know, to dining or they're picking up meals, you know, we think about food all day long. I think the the stats are like a hundred times a day. <laughs> You're thinking about food. Definitely. That's <laughs> yeah. me for sure. Yeah, me too. And I, I was just attracted to the fact that when people go out to eat or they're deciding on that, if they're not going to eat at home, they want an experience. They want to feel something. They want to be taken care of. The environment matters. The customer service matters. And you really find that in most businesses. If you really are customer focused, and you think about their experience, everything else will start to fall into place. Yeah. And it is about serving people, whether you're serving them food or just serving them as humans. Yeah, exactly. A lot of gratification comes out of that. That's exactly right. So tell us about your role at Franchise Fastlane right now. What's going on? Yeah. So at Franchise Fastlane, uh, we're, we're a development group. So, you know, we're really helping uh, franchisors or emerging franchisors grow their system, you know, get the right candidates in front of them so that they can really expand their outreach, you know, in the U.S. or even internationally. I am a vice president of development. So I lead Massage Heights, um, any candidates that are interested in the discovery process of becoming a franchisee. I lead Massage Heights from the very beginning, that first call, all the way to them becoming a franchisee. I'm also directing three other brands that we have in our network. Two are senior care brands, and another one is an axe throwing concept. So I get to be part of the closing process on those to really make sure that the candidates have been informed and taken through the process properly. Tell us the names of of the brands. Yeah. Comfort Care, which is an in-home senior care company, Mm. and then Care Patrol, which is to help, you know, in those dire times where you need to place, you know, Mm. mom or dad or grandpa or grandma into a home. We help them to find the best fit for their needs. And then on the axe throwing side, it's called Flannel Jacks out of Minnesota. And we're just launching it. Super exciting. It is extreme social fun. Wow. Axe, A-X. That's what you're saying. A-X. Yeah, it's actually A-X-E. But yes, a lot of people think it's A-X, but it's A-X-E. Yep. A-X-E, axe-throwing. Man, yeah. I, want to get in the, I want to get in the middle of that. That's fun. It is That's fun. That's so crazy. And for those of us that are competitive, it's really fun because you'll find that you're, most people are not great at it the first time they throw. Yeah, I could imagine that being the case for me, especially. <laughs> um, I got to watch out for my fingers and toes with that one. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So I, I didn't realize you were working with Comfort Care. That's awesome. I am uh, really good friends with um, the founder there. Mark Armstrong. I don't know if you know Mark. And Great. Yeah. I actually, my wife and I did a, a talk at their national conference probably two or three years ago. 
She and I do something together called uh, How to Work with Your Spouse Without Going to Jail. I love that. Yeah, because <laughs> it's not easy to work with your spouse. No, I love that. My parents worked together their entire life, and I've helped my husband start a few businesses. So I can relate to that completely. Cool. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. And so we did a fun thing over there, and it was a lot, definitely a, a blast. And, um, and a great company, great company. Yeah, they do an excellent job. And it's a soul brand. You know, we call our senior brands the soul brands. You're yeah. really doing something to help people. And especially in a really difficult time for families and, and for people that are aging. You know, we're all aging and we're all going to need that care. So, it, yeah. Well, you're not aging, but I am. <laughs> I wish that was the case. I've been trying <laughs> yeah. to find that Benjamin Button, but I can't find right. it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the uh, the fountain of youth in Florida. Right, or right. <laughs> well, cool. So, what what's the program behind Massage Heights? What, what do they do exactly? What separates them from massage competition that's out there? Yeah, that's a great question. So just to give you some background on Massage Heights, they have spent the, the last 15 years really perfecting their model, really diving into that therapeutic massage and the benefits of therapeutic massage. You know, it used to be thought that Hey, if you go get a massage, it's because you're being pampered. But you know, the, the tides have turned. It's really a therapeutic-based company and focusing on really creating a better and healthier lifestyle for all of the members at a massage heights. And when they came on board with us here at Franchise Fastlane this year, it's because they've actually revamped and they have what they call retreat 2.0. So all of their locations are referred to as retreats. And this is the 2.0 version. And they've really advanced on the scale of the looks, the feel, the technology. And they're just really ready to take things to the next level. Yeah. Very cool. And I love when there's always when there's a relaunch. It's kind of like saying, you know, it's 2.0. When we did good, but now we're going to really do well. Yeah. So. And this is a mature franchise. So what's great about that is they have around 150 units now. So you know, somebody coming in as a new franchisee, they're not going to be a pioneer. They're going to have, you know, tried and tested techniques. They're going to see the success of the current franchise system. So it's a really good place they're in. So Jen, here's a curveball. Describe Massage Heights in just three words. Three words, I would say upscale, customized, and convenient. Nice. Yeah. So these, these retreats are upscale. You're not going to feel like you will, would in you know, some of the other membership-based models. There's a real focus on keeping that upscale experience, customizing it for each, each member or guest, because really, you know, everyone's different. Your, your issues with your, your back or your stress, um, your health are going to be different than mine. So that's really mm -hmm. that, that customized focus. And then convenient, you know, people want to be able to get in. They want to schedule on their phone. We have an app where you can pick your therapist, pick your location, and you don't have to worry about calling in. Just schedule like we do everything else on our phones and get in uh -huh. for your massage. Wow. 2019. Times are changing. Yeah, <laughs> that is cool. Yeah, that is really cool. And I had a great question for you that just slipped my mind. But I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's, it's me. I'm getting old. Like you said, I'm, I'm getting ready for comfort care. It's not good. No, no. Well, we're here for okay. you. We're here for you. Yeah. <laughs> no. Actually, I just need to get up and work out a little bit. Maybe that would help. Oh, gosh. But, you, um, you and me both. Right. 
yeah, it it is a really interesting brand because they bring that, you know, that real high end feel, but you don't have to go to, you know, I think it, I think, I think of it as like a hotel type spa, if you will. It's, it's a higher feeling to it. It's yeah. not just you, you're playing old kind of strip mall. The question I was going to ask is I'm familiar with the membership model in gyms. So what is it in Massage Heights? What, what does that mean, a membership model? Yeah, great question. So what we do is we make it part of uh, our members' lifestyle. So you pay a, a monthly membership that gets you one massage every month. Now, what else we do is we don't believe that one size fits all. So we have different tiers of membership. So if you want to get a 60-minute massage every month, you can pay a certain level for that membership. But if you want a 90-minute massage with hot stone therapy, you can also pay it for that level so that every month you're getting what you need and the therapeutic benefits of the massage. Very nice. If I wanted to you know, buy a franchise, invest in this franchise model, you know, what kind of franchisees are you guys looking for? Do, do you need to be a massage therapist to own a Massage Heights? That's a great question. And, and while at times you may find a massage therapist that has that business acumen to run a retreat, it's typically not going to be a massage therapist. Massage therapists are like artists and they like the different, you know, interacting with different people and, and really practicing their art on individuals through massage therapy. So what we're looking for, and we really talk about a peoplepreneur, we are looking for somebody who loves people, who loves customer service and sales, because really that's what this is. This is a business of taking care of the members and the guests, ensuring they have a really great experience, and then continuing to create that excitement in the community and to also educate people on the benefits of massage therapy. Yeah, and there is many, many benefits. I'm a big proponent, and I go for massages on a regular basis. Yeah, you know, some of those benefits, and I think they get overlooked. Again, the industry has changed so much and become mainstream. And, you know, some of those benefits are, you know, migraines, your back pain, stress relief, immune function, cancer-related fatigue. There are so many things that can really change people's lives just by getting this hands-on therapy. Yeah, I love it. And it's not about, for me, all the, you know, when I'm on vacation, I do go for the pampering type of massage, yes, but yeah. I, I go for therapy. I get, you know, I like the elbows drilled into my shoulder blades. <laughs> it's just. Oh, me too. Great. The deeper, the better. Yeah, exactly. It's more of a sports massage than I like. But. Yeah. Well, and you'd, you'd be surprised. Most people, that is what they're looking for. A Swedish massage is kind of that real light and fluffy massage. And very mm-hmm. few people want that. I mean, they just really want to feel better and get those muscles worked out. That's right. Very cool. What is the Massage Heights leadership team like? Because for me, that's important. As I'm looking at franchise companies, I want to know that they know how to support their franchisees. Yeah, no, that's that's a great question. And it is so important to us. So Massage Heights, I'm happy to report, is still founder-led. So unlike some of the other models out there that have been, you know, sold off to private equity one, maybe three times, we actually have Shane Evans, who is our founder, who is still running the company. It's a family run company with culture at the forefront of what's important. Uh, They'll talk about being loyal, authentic, having integrity, and they really mean it. They listen to their franchisees. They want this relationship to be long term 
collaborative, and they want to continue to nurture those relationships as well. So Mm. yeah, being family run, founder run is really, really important to us here at Massage Heights. Yeah, it is. And it makes it like a family feeling because Shane wants to know the names of, you know, their franchisees and, you know, what's happening in their stores and what's happening in their lives. And, And that's one thing I love about this type of franchising where it's not, you know, 10,000 stores across, you know, six countries, yep. which, which might be someday, sure. um, but right now it's not. Yeah. And that's, that's a good feeling for somebody who's new at getting into a business model. Yeah, absolutely. This, the leadership team, it's not a boardroom leadership team. You know, they have those meetings, but they're really hands-on. They're out in the community. You know, they're promoting the business at conferences and expos. They're not just leading, leaving it to another layer of leadership. They're really active. So great part of the business. That's great. I remember seeing Shane on uh, Undercover Boss. You weren't with them at the time, but that was a few years back, but that was a great show. Yeah, it was a great show. The story of the, you know, behind the scenes of what they do for Undercover Boss is so interesting. And yeah, they had a great experience. You know, they learned a lot. Of course, there's that shock value that the, the TV programs like to provide. And so you go through all the emotions of, you know, the positive of the show and then the learning experience. So, yeah, that, that was a great experience for Shane. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was fantastic. Jen, what do you see as the future for massage therapy in general? Well, I really see, I mean, this industry is booming there are some statistics out there that say that the industry has grown about 82%, especially in the last three years. Mm. People are starting to look for more, you know, holistic healthcare options. They don't want to just pop a pill for every ache and pain because they're afraid of what that leads to. So when I think about, you know, what's happening and how people are going to, you know, massage therapy, chiropractors, um, acupuncture, all of these, you know, more old school techniques for the overall health. I just see it expanding and even health insurance companies are starting to pay attention. You know, in Canada, health insurance companies are already covering massage therapy. In the United States, it's usually, you know, you can use it for with your health savings accounts in most instances. But I think eventually when they look at, you know, shortage of doctors and care and really, you know, focusing in on the, what lies beneath and what's causing the issues, massage therapy is going to continue to grow. That's great. And I I agree. I think the country, I'm preaching to the choir when I talk to you, but the country's moving toward wellness as, you know, preventative medicine and not, you know, moving more towards Eastern. And you see like all these people you know, taking yoga classes now that didn't even know what yoga was, you know, five years ago. Right. So it's great stuff going on in that part of, um, I guess, wellness. It's just great. No, I agree. I want to get a little bit more into your experience again, if we could go that way for a minute. Can you share just a great moment that you have had that you point to as a reason for your personal success? Sure. You know, I really think, again, I I go back a a pretty long time and I think about that moment when I realized that in business, just like in life, how far, you know, a smile and putting in that extra effort, the domino effect of that throughout your life. And when I think about, you know, my, my very first job babysitting, which is funny, it's a funny place to start, but I was, you know, nine years old. 
And I was entrusted with a child that had uh, severe allergies and nebulizer. I mean, crazy things for a nine-year-old. And I laugh, but I think it just shows that I realized early on, you take care of people, you continue to focus on customer service, showing up, having a great attitude. And it really started that domino effect in my career. And I think just, again, not thinking about the me all the time and looking at that, you know, that we experience of everyone around you, it creates a, a culture that, you know, has really been the, the foundation of my success. That is very cool. You're right. You know, when, if you could kind of take the, uh, the me out of it and serve, I mean, that's something that I've learned later in life, but, and always still learning. And yeah, I give you, I give you props for experiencing that and taking it through your life. No, thank you. Yeah. That's really, really awesome. So what are you really excited about right now in business? Gosh, in business, I think just all of the opportunities that are out there. You know, entrepreneur used to be some tagline that people used and and other people were like, oh, that's somebody that doesn't want to work hard. You know, there used to be this uh, this negativity around that word. And now it's what everyone is striving to be as an entrepreneur. And what I love about the franchise world is that it really offers that opportunity to people that, that may not have ever had it. You know, they, they didn't have the, the wherewithal to figure out, you know, a, a startup because it's difficult. I mean, I think the stats out there, when you talk about the franchise world and the success rate, you know, it's about 90% versus a startup, which your success rate is maybe closer to 15%. Right. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. And I, when I talk to candidates, that's a big focus is, Hey, I get it. You know, this starting a business can be scary. If you didn't have a fear, you wouldn't be human. But what you need to know is that that's all inside of you. It's just taking a risk. It's the unknown. It's like a child learning to walk. And, you know, if you really guide people properly through that process and can help them reach that level of ownership, they never knew was possible. It's an incredible feeling. Right, right. And that, and that's what I love because I found my first franchise through Franchise 19 years ago. Wow. And was able to build it and sell it, and, you know, made a ton of money on the sale. And, you know, since 2005, I've been helping people kind of do the same thing I've done. So it is, you know, when I was a subway conductor in New York City prior to that. So oh, Wow. I knew nothing about business. I didn't have education in that. I didn't have money. My dad was a cop. You know, my family fought me on doing that. People yep. come against you when you're trying to do a go up goal, I call it. Yep. Or a God goal, because it's a mission, I believe. Right. That's in people's hearts that God puts there. Yep. And it's interesting because I always share with people that, you know, your choice in franchising is not franchise A or franchise B, but it's a choice between uncertainty or unhappiness. Yep. And most people choose unhappiness and they stick with, you know, the job that they hate, but you know, I'm paying the bills, you know, and doing all of that. But it's interesting when you choose uncertainty, what you're doing is choosing faith. Yeah. And you're saying like, you know, to your creator or whatever you might believe in, you know, yeah, I'm going to do this and you know, you got my back and I'm going forward and I'm, and I, you know, you always have fear and you know, you never, you know, I wake up with fear every single day and you have to, get the tools to get around it. It'll never leave. It'll always be there. Right. It's exhilarating though, right? It's that, gosh, I've got to pound the pavement and I've got to show up today to continue down that path of success. And I, I think that's yeah. exciting. And gosh, you brought up, you know, your family. 
it's amazing that people, how they take their own fears and they, and they project them and that can really spook people. And I think, you know, decades ago, you, you started with a company and you never left and you slowly see that starting to change, but it's a long road. Yeah, no, it's, it, it is. And we do a podcast just on that. Just the, the fact that, you know, a hundred years ago, we were trained to go to work in a factory period and yep. stay there for, you know, 30 years or how long we could, however long we could stand. Right. And then that's it, you know, and that's your life and you know, you're happy and, and whatever. But now it's not like that. The, the, the whole digital economy and, and all of that has, is just changing everything. And it's, it's never been easier to be in business. Never. I agree. So what is one piece of advice, the best piece of advice you've ever received? Oh, the best piece of advice I've ever received. I think the best piece of advice I could say is that, you know, attitude is everything, right? And I know that sounds somewhat cliche, but when you think about it, if, and I, and I try to teach, I have two young girls that are seven and six and, you know, it's a big topic at our house to control your emotions, control your reactions, because if you can learn to do that, you can control those two things. Your outcome is always going to be better because we get so in our heads. I can't do this, or this guy cut me off, or, you know, they yelled at me at work, whatever the case may be, you know, everybody else moves on after that moment. But if it, if you're internalizing it, it's really hard to have a great day. It's hard to have a great outlook. So really controlling your emotions and controlling your reactions. So true. Love that. Great piece of advice. And just as an aside, not, not to talk more, but I just, I read something great this morning. I, cause I have a routine. I do this meditation and I do some, you know, self-help reading and uh, that kind of thing. So we're the same person. I think we're the same oh, that's person. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So keep that in mind. Cause I'm going to ask you to talk about your favorite book in a moment. Great. But I just want to say that I shared, I was reading this thing that I wanted to share just on this topic is that when you sit and with a negative thought and you have like a doomsday mentality about, you know, the sky is falling in, oh my God, it's the end of the world, you know, whatever is going on in your life. If you just merely thought about it and there was nothing going on, but you were just doing the what if, that will debilitate your body for 10 hours. Wow. If you think about it for 10 minutes, your body, because the cortisol is, is released and it affects your muscles and it affects your brain and you kind of ruin your day. Yeah. By just saying what if and thinking about it for a few minutes and contemplating those possibilities, your body, your brain does not know if it was, if it really happened or you just thought about it. And that's yeah. an amazing thing. So, and you could use that in a positive way also. And a lot of athletes do that, seeing the shot go in the basket before they even take it, that kind of thing. And it's muscle memory. Yeah. But again, we could do a whole podcast just on that. Gosh, we could. Yeah. Have me back. I would love to talk about all this. This is my world. That's, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm, you know, this is all about business and franchising, but I like to do a lot of inspirational stuff. So, uh, yeah, let's do something over the summer maybe together on that. Sounds great. So what book are you um, either reading or, or hot on or something that actually a book that did change your life? So, you know, when you don't remember how the book was introduced to you, but it absolutely changes your life. This is what I'm going <laughs> to yeah. tell you about. And I read this. I've read this book, I think, seven times. Literally, mm. I am a highlighter, underline every dog-eared corner. There's notes on the dog ears. I just go all out when I'm really inspired. And 
The book is called The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. And it's it's by Robin Sharma. And mm-hmm. the whole book is about positive thoughts, cultivating self-discipline, nourishing relationships, and really living each day as if it's your last. Follow your yeah. calling. And, you know, it's a really good read for those of us who always want to achieve more success. And it also teaches us to balance our lives so that success is meaningful. And it's not just about, you know, winning. It's about the path and who's on that path with you and nourishing your family, your soul and taking care of yourself. That's so great. And, you know, if you don't know Robin um, Sharma, you should look him up. Great guy and great books. And I'm actually trying to get him on the show. Oh, so that um, would be great. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. So how could people get in touch with you? about either Franchise Fastlane or uh, Massage Heights, of course. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a couple ways. Uh, you can go directly to our website, which is FranchiseFastlane.com. Uh, you can read more about our company, see the brands we represent, and then you know pictures and bios of everyone on our team. We have an incredible team, some of the best people I've ever worked with. You can also, if you want to directly get in touch with me regarding Massage Heights, you can email us at leads. Those are plural at franchisefastlane.com. Well, that's awesome. And all that will be on the Franchise Academy podcast website. So uh, you can look it all up there. And can you share with us, Jen, one parting piece of advice? You bet. Address your excuses. It's the only thing really stopping you from owning a business. It's you. So really think about your future, what you want for your family, and make sure you're always addressing those excuses. Absolutely. And uh, and don't smoke hopium because you'll get addicted to hope. <laughs> That's exactly right. Hope, <laughs> hope doesn't do much without action. That's right. That's it. Take massive action, as Tony Robbins would say. Yep. Absolutely. Jennifer, thanks so much for being on here. This is really, man, you got so much information. I definitely have to have you back and pick your brain and we'll talk about some really cool stuff and, you know, law of attraction, all that good stuff. I love it. That sounds great. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Be well. Thanks, Jen. Thank you. This has been another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. For more info, go to our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com. Remember to subscribe to Tom Scarta's YouTube channel for educational videos on franchising, education, insight, and inspiration.